0: This is Discussions Around a Table, episode number 004. Today, I sit down with my son Avery and we have some discussions about the things he's interested in, including wrestling, sports teams, the books that he's reading, as well as what it's like to have a father in law enforcement and a sister with diabetes and celiac disease. Stay tuned and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to Discussions Around Our Table. Today's going to be a special episode. I have my son Avery here today. And Avery, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: I'm nine. I will be ten in September. I'm going into the fourth grade. And my favorite sport is um, baseball.
0: So this was your first year playing baseball. How'd that go?
1: Good. My... I feel like my team could have done a bit better, but we, at least, we had fun, and I made some really good friends on the team.
0: Yeah, I mean your team definitely got a lot better. You know, everybody kind of first time everybody has played together, and then towards the end everybody was making good plays and yeah, we making good hits.
1: Got a few home runs or one in the park home run yeah. from Diego.
0: Yep, yeah, and then um. You played a bunch of different positions. What position was your favorite this year?
1: Um, probably first base.
0: How come you like first base?
1: Cause I get the ball more than like outfield and second base.
0: Is there other positions that you played but didn't like?
1: Outfield, definitely outfield.
0: How come you didn't like the outfield?
1: Cause nobody, ever, it was always in the infield. You'd maybe get like one ball an inning, and it normally wouldn't go to me.
0: Do you think that as you? get a little bit older when the ball starts getting hit a little bit better that you might like the outfield because it goes to the outfield more often and then
1: yeah i think i'd be fine with any position when i get older because i've seen in like the major leagues that when they catch it they throw it to first base or the bases so the bases would still get the ball
0: what about catcher you tried catcher this year did you like that position
1: it's fun but the mask makes it hard, and it's tiring after squat squatting for a little while.
0: Yeah. So, what other sports did you have you played?
1: I've played um, a little bit of football. Two years of that. I'm not. I don't think I'll do it this year. I did one year basketball. That was really fun. Baseball. I think I'm gonna start swimming lessons, and I've done them though, but. And I think that's it.
0: So baseball, basketball, football—you've done some swimming, and then but you don't think you do football anymore? No. How come you don't like football anymore?
1: Because normally, um, I've in the few years I've played it, I've haven't got fun positions. I've only got like a few defense, and I think the funnest position I've ever got was. Um, Not safety um, linebacker, but other than that, it's all been um, on the um, line of scrimmage.
0: Playing on the defensive line and offensive line.
1: Yeah, and it's not very fun. And if I um, mess up, it's not like um, baseball where they you they get they stop somewhere and then you still can get that person out. After the person runs the play, the play is over. It's not going to be duplicated. um, They're not going to play the same play. And being a linebacker was fun, but in the younger league, they like threw maybe like two balls a game, so that was kind of hard. Just running around with the why does she are not catching anything?
0: So you like being where the action's at, You like the ball getting thrown to you in baseball and then you want to be somewhere in football where yeah, you get to be a little bit more active participant.
1: Yeah. If you're and I wasn't um what's it called? The I wasn't a starter. I was a sub because there's other people who were bigger than me who could block better because they were bigger strong, and stronger. So I would just wait on the side and wait until one of them was tired or got hurt, and then I'd go in. Um, We won one game the this season, and then we went to Nia Bay the last season and won the game. So.
0: Yeah, but you didn't start off as a starter, but at the end of the year, you were a starter on both offense and defense, and you were— Yeah. On one of the kicking teams, you actually recovered one of the fumbles on kicking.
1: Oh, yeah, I did. And then, um, when, um, on my first year of football, we were, we went to Nia Bay. And, um, we won that game. It was the first game of the season we won. And then the season after that, we won, like, one of the fourth games against, um green riders we were white um so b squad there was a b squad white and a b squad green and i was on white we and we played the green team and won
0: and so then about basketball what was your would you like most about basketball
1: probably my team was really nice we won every game We went on to the championships and won, um, and my team didn't have a ton of players, so most likely I would play at least five times a game, ten times maybe, because every half or quarter, or I don't know what to call it, um, we would
0: switch. I think they played halves, but they split each half into essentially quarters, where like in the the real NBA, it's like. It split into periods but yeah. it usually would sub you guys out every like every four minutes and you'd have a halftime then
1: yeah and then we at the halftime we just talk and then like and in, in, we'd talk in a huddle and then our coach would tell us like who like he'd look at a piece of paper say this person this person this person this person's on and then they would do put their hands in and say like defense or offense and they would go
0: so of the three sports, what's something you think that you learned the most about either yourself or playing sports? Or-
1: I think I learned that um in my first year of football that I thought stuff would be super like sports were gonna be super easy and not a challenge at all, but then I learned that no, they're really they. Yeah are competitive and you got to work hard for it and if you don't work hard you won't do good so um i think that i learned that the most is i needed to work hard
0: and what do you think is the most important thing about playing on a team
1: um if i wasn't on a team when i like if i was playing baseball and the ball was thrown to first base but i was third base because i didn't have a team, they would have scored. I'd have to run all the way over to first base and tag the base, but by the time I did that, they'd already have scored. So
0: Well, I think that's the idea of what a team is, but what's no. something that you thinks an important part about being on a team.
1: You learn teamwork that if you don't learn teamwork when you get older and you go and get a job, you and you get, you people need to work together. And if you don't work together, then you won't do good.
0: Yeah, so everybody contributes to the team. Everybody has strengths and weaknesses, and you kind of do your best to contribute where you can and help where you can, but also understand that some players in different positions might be more suited for that position.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Like, I really wanted to play wide receiver, but there was other people on my team who suited it better and were faster. And they got the position, which I'm happy about because they made a lot of the good catches and handoffs and stuff like that.
0: Yep. Yeah, and that just gives you something to work towards. It's something that, you know, you, you weren't able to catch very well at the beginning of the season, but then towards the end, you were practicing catching and, you know, working towards maybe playing that position. If you're going to stick with football, you're going to try to get that position for next year.
1: Yeah. Um, I really wanted wide receiver, so. Um, I was told by people to work towards it, and my grandpa would like bring in his backyard, and we would catch. And uh, my goal was to catch ten in a row, and then we go back inside. So I'd have to, i ha- I have to complete a goal to take a break, which I liked because that actually really helped in my um, season of football. I could catch a lot better
0: yeah it's always good to set an attainable goal even if it's something you have to work towards and then you kind of feel a sense of accomplishment when you get it Mm because you know you're trying to do 10 in a row and you catch maybe five or six and you have to start over trying not to get frustrated but then eventually you get it and then you kind of feel accomplished at the end of it
1: yeah like um quite a few times I would catch like nine and then the one would come to me and it'd be a really good one but I'd mess up and I would be frustrated, but I would try to forget it and just work towards doing it again.
0: Yeah. Real valuable lessons that you'll be able to take forward into other aspects, not just in the sports. Yeah. So, basketball, baseball, football, doing some swimming. There's not much to talk about, you know, swimming. You just kind of learn how to do that. But what are some sports that you want to try as they become available as you get older?
1: Definitely lacrosse. I my cousin does it and he showed me how to play so we went out to um a store got me a fiddlestick he helped me tape it and then he bought me a cross balls and then I've been practicing I've got a lot better so
0: yeah it's good I play the cross in high school so it's something that you know we'll be able to practice together you know in the backyard or you know there's a school nearby we can go and yeah. practice and you know a good way to do it is to even play or practice by yourself is to throw the ball or bounce the ball against the wall and practice catching it and backing up and getting better at longer distances and that kind of yeah, stuff. And
1: um when we've had a few friends over, I'd gone in the backyard and thrown it at our fence and it bounced back to me and I could catch it.
0: Yep, that's good. Any other sports you want to think you might want to try or is you just going to stick with those ones?
1: I think I'll just stick with lacrosse. That one sounds fun.
0: Yeah, you have to just wait till I think middle school's the earliest around here that they have lacrosse programs. But we know yeah. some a lacrosse coach that I work with and so you'll be able to, you know, maybe tag long and see some of my stuff and when the season comes back around maybe we can go watch some games if it doesn't interfere with the sports that you have going on. Because mm-hmm. lacrosse season for us is right when baseball season is as well.
1: Yeah. Um but we could go yeah yeah, watch them, I could um learn more. Because just playing by myself and a little bit with Tyler, I haven't been able to check people. So I'll learn how to do that. I Once I get into it, because um, you need to learn to do that to play lacrosse. Because if you don't, you can't get the ball and you can't do stuff like that.
0: Yeah, but you know, luckily sports are kind of one of those things where a lot of the skills you learn one can carry over to other ones. I mean, you're experiencing contact in football will help you in lacrosse your experience catching in baseball will help you with you know running and you know passing to other people same with in basketball and that kind of stuff so they all Uh kind of go together you know all the sports for the most part have aspects that can carry over Uh so if it's lacrosse and then football basketball baseball do you watch any of those on tv
1: um when the football season's on we sometimes have friends over now sometimes sit out there and watch and basketball I watched the um I like the Golden State Warriors I watched that game versus the Cavaliers and um I was happy that the Golden State Warriors won so yeah I watched. Uh, I watched a little bit of the final four
0: most well, final four is for college but know, that's but for just the championships
1: yeah I was um you <clears throat> watched it and I kind of oh you're
0: just saying that when I was watching the final four you watched it too
1: well, I kind of looked at it. i didn't watch it, watch it, but I would like peek out of my room and sit there for a minute and watch it.
0: So if Golden State Warriors is your basketball team, what is your favorite football team?
1: Um, I like the Seahawks, but if I were, but my second favorite, so it's kind of a tie, I like the Giants too. I feel like they're, They could do better. The Giants could um, do a bit better, but they're um, a good team.
0: So you're saying that they're tied with the Seahawks, or the Giants are tied with another team that you liked?
1: No, the Giants aren't tied with the Seahawks. I like the Seahawks better than the Giants, but they're close.
0: Is there another team that's like a runner-up to all those?
1: Um, If I'd have to pick, it'd probably be the um, Falcons.
0: So, the Falcons, the Giants, and the Seahawks. You like all the NFC teams? None of the AFC teams?
1: Uh, is it, are the
0: Rams? The Rams are NFC and they're in our division. So, you're not allowed to like those ones. Oh. Um, you used to like the Broncos yeah. back when Peyton Manning played.
1: Yeah, I like the Broncos. Peyton Manning, Manning was good. Um, another reason I like the Giants is because they have Peyton Manning's brother, Eli. Mm hmm. And um,
0: and then Odell Beckham, you really like him?
1: Yeah. I don't know if he's national, I haven't heard. But um, he makes really good catches, a lot of them.
0: And I think you really started liking more of the teams as you were playing Madden football on the Xbox. You were playing that a lot and always playing as the Giants or sometimes the Broncos or, you know, different teams that way.
1: Yeah, because the thing I like is when I'm... There, I don't have to stick to a team. I like to make my teams up and put, like, players I like or I think that would do good on the Seahawks team. So that way, like, I would draft OBJ. Um, I would draft, sometimes I would draft um Antonio Bell. Her. Antonio Brown? Yeah. Wrong one.
0: I think Le'Veon Bell plays for the same yeah. team.
1: Yeah, got him confused. And, um, yeah, that sounded weird. That's, and, um, what's his name? A lot of the kids talk about, at my school, sometimes talk about Cole Beasley. And, um, so I drafted him to see if he was good. And then, um, I draft other players.
0: Yeah. Cole Beasley plays for the, the Cowboys. Cowboys. And you know that he just came out with a rap album. You probably don't know that because you don't listen to that kind of music. But for anybody out there who wants to check out a pretty decent record, check out Cole Beasley on Spotify. So we covered those two. And then baseball. You don't watch baseball quite as much because you kind of just got into this year. Yeah. You were kind of hesitant to want to play. But once you've started playing, you're pretty excited. But you've been to a few games. Um, Is there any teams that you like
1: i like the mariners and the diamondbacks
0: so you went to a diamondbacks game earlier this year was that a lot of fun
1: yeah um when we went they were playing the dodgers and that was a good game to watch it was the game after the like 12 inning game that they had
0: yeah i'm not exactly sure how many it was but they did have like a really long game the night before then they played that next day and I think it was a good time. It's a nice think, stadium.
1: Yeah, I think the people said that it was the second longest game in history. Well, no, that's
0: definitely not true. There's been ah. games that have gone way more innings than that. And multiple games have gone way more innings than that, but it's probably their second ah. longest one they've had in a while. I mean, twelve innings is quite a lot of innings.
1: Oh, I, oh yeah, they said that that was the longest in, um, game they've ever had.
0: Is there any baseball teams you'd like to see? You haven't gone to very many games, but
1: um, I would um. I'd like to maybe see in um what are they called the Baltimore team
0: the Baltimore Orioles
1: yeah um my cousin talks a lot about them so I want to kind of see that
0: yeah that'd be good is there any other sports you like watching on TV
1: um, I watch wrestling that counts as a sport I guess
0: yeah they're athletes it's a sport some people you know want to say that it's not because it's fake but I don't necessarily agree that it's fake i think that it's choreographed but yeah you know they're, they're still athletes they're still taking you know big bumps as they call them and you know still getting injured and that kind of stuff
1: yeah like um even though it's choreographed they still even though that they plan it and practice it they practice it so that way when they go into the match they don't like they're used to say if like somebody like power bombs somebody off Something really high they'd be used to it by then by practicing
0: yep i mean just like all sports everybody practices for certain scenarios and so you know professional wrestling's not really any different people just say that you know it is fake because you know some of the moves are done in a certain way so it wouldn't hurt as much if you did it in real life but it's still
1: yeah like some people think that the recent like kane and undertaker's tombstone they pull their head up more so when they go down they like lightly like kind of lightly put them down so it's not like dropping them on their head They'd, they they there'd be a lot more injuries
0: yeah so there's not really teams as much on wrestling so who are some actual wrestlers that you like who's your top 3 favorite wrestlers
1: my top 3 favorite wrestlers would probably be the shield which is three people Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose
0: and how can you like them over the other ones, what or what specifically about them did you really, you know, draw you in?
1: They aren't like people like Brock Lesnar and Miz who are cocky and say, like, um, nobody can beat me. If you try and beat me, you'll lose. And Roman's really humble about that stuff. He'll will say, like, um, what I like about Roman... Roman is he's a tweener, so he will have his heel and his fix moments.
0: Yeah, so he kinda of just bounces back and forth between being the good guy, which is the face, or being the bad guy, which is the heel, and you know, play that character kinda of back and forth and then um you know, Seth Rollins kinda of does the same thing back and forth, and then same with, you know, Dean Ambrose, but as a team they all kinda of yeah, or they play more of a. They came in as heels, but then you know were kind of crowd favorites and turn into faces. You know faces towards the end there, but I know that right now they're not competing together because Dean Ambrose is hurt, but you know likely he's gonna be back yeah. sometime soon. But is there any specific match that you remember with them being in that you really liked watching?
1: It was WrestleMania. I think it was WrestleMania twenty nine in New York. It said New York and New Jersey. I don't know what it meant.
0: Yeah, it was probably at MetLife Stadium. So it's they consider it, you know, even though it's the New York Giants and New York Jets, they actually play in New Jersey, so they kind of consider it one and the same.
1: Yeah, um, that match, they faced Big Show, Randy Orton, and Sheamus, and they had a really good match.
0: So, I mean, right now they call, you know, right now it's kind of the PGA, and I think they actually might call it something else. But uh, back when I used to watch it, back, you know, 20 years ago, it was called the Attitude Era, and there was a lot of wrestlers back then that, you know, I really liked. I mean, my favorites at the time were the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, and then Rey Mysterio when he was in WCW, then he did come over when WWF turned into WWE and bought them out. You know, there's always the crowd favorites of The Rock and Stone Cold and um, The Undertaker back then. You know, Triple H when, you know, Generation X was going together, but I know you've seen some of those old matches. any of the old ones that you still like? I mean, I know you have a lot of action figures and that kind of stuff for some of those older guys, and um, you've seen some of them because we have the WWE Network. Is there some that are old that you wish were still wrestling?
1: I would really like Stone Cold. I wanted him to come back. Rey Mysterio might sign with WWE. He's been having appearances, so he might sign. And then I'd also like um one more run with um the rock did i say Shawn michaels yet
0: no you didn't say sean michaels ah.
1: um sean michaels and i think the one i'd want the most to come back would be mankind or mcfoley mankind dude loves it
0: yeah i know that he was the commissioner overall like two years ago and then yeah I don't know if he got let go or if he just took a different position, you know, doing more booking stuff behind the scenes or what he, where he's at and what he's doing. Yeah, but. I've
1: seen, like, um, backstage, like, when they record backstage, they sometimes you can see McFoley walking around.
0: Yeah. So it's July right now. We just had the 4th of July yesterday. Money in the Bank just happened where um, Braun Strowman got the briefcase and Alexa Bliss, and she cashed in. So this leading in now to Extreme Rules. What are some of the matches that are coming up for Extreme Rules that you know you're kind of looking forward to? Is there a favorite one, or is there one that you're just like really not wanting to watch because it's don't think can be entertaining?
1: The one I don't think will be entertaining will be the um um Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax because every ma- and in my opinion all managers so like um not managers, but, like, friends that come out to the ringside should be barred because Alexa Bliss only wins by Mickey James interfering.
0: Yeah, so she distracts the referee or does something to break it up or something like that. But this is going to be an Extreme Rules match, isn't it? So it, anything goes and...
1: It says, yeah, it says, Alexa Bliss versus Jax, Extreme Rules Raw Women's Championship.
0: So, you know, even if... Mickey James does interfere. There could be someone who could interfere, you know, to help Nia out. So it could even it up.
1: Ronda Rousey said that I'm not, um, I am not, um, suspended for Extreme rule, So she'll probably come out in the match and beat up Alexa Bliss and then Nia Jax will become the champion.
0: Yeah, that's very possible. What are the matches? Which one are you really looking forward to? I know there's quite a few. There's... AJ Styles versus Rusev. It's going to be happening on Rusev Day. And then there's uh, Team Hell No just got back together, which is Kane and Dan O'Brien versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Or there's Carmella versus Oscar for a second time because... Um,
1: James Ellsworth came back.
0: Yeah, Ellsworth came back and kind of interfered. Or you have the, the Leaders of the Worlds versus the B-Team, which is...
1: Bo Dallas and Miz, and then the two leader of Worlds is Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy.
0: Yeah, well, it's not the Miz. It's uh Bo Dallas and is it Curtis Axel?
1: Oh yeah, the Miz, used to be Miz Daraj.
0: Yeah, and then Bludgeon Brothers, like I said, versus Team Hell No. And then you have Dolph Ziggler. where Seth Rollins in an Iron Man thirty minute for the Intercontinental Championships. It's Dolph just took it from Seth Rollins the other day when the day actually the day after Money in the Bank. Any of those ones? You really looking forward to it? you think it's gonna be a good match? Oh, and then Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns, so one of your favorites versus a a returner and Bobby Lashley.
1: I'm excited for the um Team Hell No versus the Bludgeon Brothers and then um Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley because I like Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns, so that would be a good match.
0: Yeah. I think you know Bobby Lashley's been doing good. He's gotta get rid of that headband though. The headband makes zero sense in his outfit. I don't know why he wears it. He looks silly. Yeah. He should just get rid of it. Get rid of the headband. And then we also have um, Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke. Looks like Shinsuke's kind of moved on from his feud that was way too long and way overdone with AJ Styles and moved on to Jeff Hardy for the U.S. Championship. So that'd be one that we haven't really seen yet.
1: I used to like Shinsuke, but now at his heel turn, I don't like him.
0: Yeah, I don't think they booked that as well with him being a heel. I think he was more of a crowd favorite as a face, but.
1: Yeah, a lot of, um, he started to get in a little bit of booze from the crowd. Um, I want Jeff Hardy to win. I really like Jeff Hardy.
0: Yeah, he's had a good run since he's come back. When they came back to WrestleMania, well, I guess not this last one, but the one before that WrestleMania when they had that surprise entrance with him and his brother. But then he got hurt, and then they split apart to different brands, one on SmackDown, one on Raw. And they seem to be doing good. Um, Matt Hardy's with, like you said, Bray Wyatt and they're doing the leaders of the world they had a good feud, now they're tag team champions.
1: He threw him into the um, lake of reincarnation now he's um, woken, so now they're friends and then Jeff Hardy has been wearing weird face paint I like it, but um, it's different than what he used to do, he didn't have any face paint
0: so, I mean, I used to watch it, like I said, back in the Attitude Era, now you're watching it in what's more known as the PGA era, because they don't do quite as yeah. many of the rude and crude and, you know, yeah. stone cold, flipping the birds and drinking the beer and all that kind of stuff, but what do you think is something that compare and contrast it to, what's something you really like that you've seen now that they weren't really doing as much back then?
1: I mean, the Attitude Era was really entertaining, and... Like you said, Stone Cold doesn't do the stuff he did, or he does, but they like back in the Aditera attitude, attitude era they didn't censor out him flipping people off and
0: Yeah. I think it's a more family friendly and, you know, consumable product now that, you know, more people can watch and we went to a live event on too long ago and we were able to take, you know, your little sister with us and it's not something that yeah. I have to worry about, you know, what they're gonna say or what they're gonna do. Um, I think one of the major differences is the characters nowadays don't seem to be so sensationalized. I mean, you don't have the people coming out in really crazy outfits with really crazy names. You know, everybody's name is pretty much their own name, and they're all kind of... you know, I mean, they're not their exact name, but they're more realistic names. You know, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns are all names that you could have on a driver's license. But Kane, and Undertaker, and Earthquake, and...
1: Brutus the Barber, yeah, like. Brutus
0: the Barber, Beefcake, and you know, Hackshaw, Jim Duggan, and you know, Macho Man Hulk Hogan. Those are all ones that were kind of more characters. Where now, you know, it, it seems to be you know more similar to say the UFC, where you know they're using their names. You know, it's not yeah. obviously drastically different, but it's you know, I think they're trying to make it a little bit more not realistic, but just something where I think you can people can relate to it a little bit more with not having to have such the dramatized characters.
1: Yeah. Um, the reason they had, like, Hackshaw, Jim Duggan, and, um, Stone Cold, because they would put their name in it, so it would be their nickname, like, Brutus is his real name, the Barber, and then, like, Hackshaw was his nickname, Jim Duggan, so.
0: Yeah, but, you know, Brutus the Barber, I don't think his last name was Beefcake.
1: Yeah, definitely not.
0: But, you know, there was, there was some that had the mix, you know, the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels, where he could just be you know, Shawn Michaels, or he'd go by HBK, or, you know, Triple H was Hunter hearst Helmsley, and that kind of stuff that, you know, different characters brought that into it, but, you know, then you have the ones that are like Saturn and Sting and Raven and yeah. Goldberg, you know, I guess that was his last name, but it's still, or, you know, The Giant or, you know, Big Show, Mankind. Those are all kind of made-up ones, but then they'd also have the regular names that, like I said, I think made it, you know, a little more realistic. They're all wearing you know, quote-unquote normal clothes as opposed to, you know, the complete outfits that, you know, you're not going to see people generally wearing walking around. But nowadays, you know, everybody wears clothes that you could almost walk around. I mean, minus that some of them are wearing their underwear, it seems like, but... Yeah. They still have, you know, what they come out in that's...
1: Like, you could walk around in, like, Roman oriented bulletproof vest and no one will care.
0: Yeah. So, looking forward through um you know you have extreme rules Then i think SummerSlam, i think is after that or that might be one match or one pay-per-view yeah. in between then and then that kind of opens it up into you know the last big one of the year is survivor series before it then turns back around into you know royal rumble and then back yeah. on to wrestlemania next year yeah who do you think going into the next few pay-per-views are going to be you know what title do you think titles you think are going to change Or which ones would you really like to see changed if you don't necessarily know if they're going to change?
1: I want Seth Rollins to retain because Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler just do not fit. Like, I like them better. I would rather have them be tag team champions than Dolph Ziggler walking around with the title. Drew walking around with nothing. So, And um, I'd also like the Universal De- if I had to pick one to change, it'd be the Universal Championship.
0: That's currently held by Brock Lesnar, but he's only had like one appearance every like four to six weeks.
1: Yeah, and I kind of hope that his last match will be SummerSlam and then he'll be done because um, Roman said he appears when he wants when the money's
0: right. You know, I'm a casual consumer of it. You know, I watch it with you and, you know, sometimes yeah. we kind of just do it together, but you know, it's... To me, silly when you only see him every now and then and in the couple paper views you watch, you know, he's losing and about to get pinned or something, then suddenly out of nowhere he does one move and then the, the match is over and he wins.
1: Yeah, like the um Great Balls of Fire match when he was about to go to sleep, just randomly he like it was like that match they had in the Attitude Era where Kurt Angle had his brother be in the match so that um they could swap places. And then um so it's like that like Brock just swaps places with a random person and then he just wins. It doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah. No. I would definitely agree with that. Okay, so let's move on to something you know other people may enjoy as well. Um you're a pretty avid reader. I mean, in your um even though you're only 9 going into 4th grade, your last, you know, reading test puts you up in high school level of reading comprehension. What are some books that you can recommend for people that are good into reading or ones that you know they might not or they want to recommend to maybe their kids you know some kids that are similar your age what are some stuff that some parents can recommend to their kids
1: if one of your kids likes reading or loves it you should get them into the harry potter series or um this one series um my dad got me um what was it called like someone in the to my room um
0: I don't remember, you can go grab real fast while I kind of keep talking a little bit. Um, you know, we really started getting Avery into reading um, at a young age. You know, he was reading, you know, in kindergarten and whatnot. He started off with, you know, some of the easier ones. I think the one that really kick his reading enjoyment was uh, a lot of the Diary of the Wimpy Kid series he was reading, um, he was also, like you said, got into the Harry Potter series. He's read a couple of those. He's tried some of the other ones. Um, he's not super into, say, fantasy books, but he's also enjoyed, what is it called, the Newbery Medal winner books. You know, he read Because of Win dixie and The Tiger Rising. Um, he liked The Tale of Despero, some of those, you know, older ones. I wouldn't necessarily, you know, they're complete classics, but they're...
1: Yeah, um, um, I remembered the book I was going to say. It's Charlie Bumpers. That was a good book. Yeah, we and,
0: read a bunch of the Charlie Bumpers that so we've gotten you, I'll a few of those.
1: Pretty, And then the Because of winn and stuff like that is by probably one of my favorite authors, Kate DiCamillo, so that's a good series, and then the Magic Treehouse series was a good series. That yeah, was
0: you read a lot great. of the Magic Treehouse, there's a bunch of them, you know, we would always go to, you know, Barnes & Noble or different places, you know, you like going to the bookstores and looking around, picking out different books and, you know, trying different ones, and you'll read a whole book and you know, a couple of days and, um, Be you deaf. seem to really enjoy them. I think I was a little bit older than you when I started, you know, really getting into reading. Um, I'd say around sixth grade is when I started really getting into reading, but my books and I still, every now and then i read them is I read the Ender series. So starting off the Ender's game and then going into Ender's Shadow. And then, um, if you continue down the Bean Quartet, which is the Endo Shadow, you know, there's Shadow of the Hegemon and goes on from there, but then the actual Ender one goes Speaker for the Dead and then Children of the Mind and then goes on from there and that's one that i really enjoyed it's a little bit you know sci-fi so some people don't necessarily like that as much but that was what really kick my reading when i was about I know, a few years older than you but you know i've read those books through multiple times and they actually used to um have the ender's game was one of the required readings for some of the military academies because it, it talks a lot about leadership and you know how to overcome struggles and that kind of stuff and i think it's a really good book i think that yeah. that might be something you'd enjoy here in the next couple of years
1: um, this is random, but I've started reading this um, anime series called Naruto. So if someone you know likes anime, and they want to start off with like an appropriate one, they should read Naruto.
0: Yep, that's something that we went down to one of our local stores that sell that kind of stuff. And you know, that's one that they recommended is a good one for, you know, the younger kids to kind of get into anime, you know, it's not quite graphic novels or you know that kind of stuff so it's something that you can read and it's not necessarily inappropriate or something that's you know going to get you in any type of trouble if you are reading it um some of the other stuff that you were you know you did a lot of the reading there's also um there's like a math game or something you were playing online what was that
1: prodigy my teacher introduced that to me it's if your kids like um like a game where you can roam around and you have to like do missions and but you still want them to learn and not just play a video game you could tell show them the site called prodigy you got to sign in they'll make a username and password for you you can print it off that's what my teacher did um just sign in and um when you get in when you go around you can pick where you go and you um, when you have to fight monsters, they will give you a math question, and if you get it right, your spell would work, and then it'd go on um, throughout, and um, so it was kind of like a math version of Pokemon, um, and you'd earn coins and stuff like that you could go buy stuff with. And it, I really enjoyed it.
0: So you did the math, you really enjoy the reading. Do you think that you know playing that game and you know doing all the reading that you've been doing outside of school you think that's helped you in school
1: what helps is um if i do that stuff i can miss like i could be sick and like if i was sick i could play that and then i could still like be learning and not just sit in bed and
0: yep it's always good to kind of keep your mind active you know so you play little sports you know you're doing pretty good in school mm-hmm. um you know you're into the wrestling like we want cover your sports um some of the other things i know that you like to do is um you were collecting pokemon cards for a while you're wanting to kind of get into magic. some of the magic the card game not magic like you know pulling rabbits out of a hat but you want to do the um magic the magic gathering. the gathering card game and you know you just started getting into that and i know you've watched one of my friends a little bit play with the you know the miniature um like warhammer and that kind of stuff and yeah. you haven't quite learned to play that game yet but i know that you've Watched a little bit. It
1: looks really interesting. Um, and my dad's friend, who we were t- talk just talking about, puts time into it. So, And when you play it, you you can be really creative. He orders this stuff out online, sculpted, and then he paints it. But he puts super good detail into it.
0: So anything else you want to talk about? What are some other stuff you might be into or stuff that you would recommend you know, parents get their kids into her kids you think you should give a try?
1: Um, if you guys have kids and you want them to like do um something, you should get them into um um it's kinda like Prodigy, except it would be like for like before or like after you play Prodigy. You could do like Is that
0: a- that mouse game, like one, two, three mouse or whatever no. that was?
1: A B C mouse. no. A B C mouse moby max is the thing oh, yeah. i think you can go on um yeah, remember
0: that was one of the things the school's recommended
1: yeah moby max zern is <coughs> the other math thing and if um or if you want some of your kids to get into reading or like spelling or english go into moby max and they have like from math and then they have like finish these math questions in a time limit see how many you can do um They have like from, they have spelling, reading, math, like if you have a younger child, you could, they do like ABC, stuff like that.
0: No, it's all good. It's worked out really good for you. You know, you've tested really high in all your school (laughs) stuff. So keeping your mind active and, you know, playing game. you know, instead of necessarily playing just straight video games, you'll play these other games and, you know, it's kind of like a video game, but you're also learning a lot more than just, you know, running around and. Do you know those types of things? Yeah. So let's have the listeners learn a couple little more things about you. Um, I know you are only nine, almost ten, but you've you know expressed careers that you think would be interesting. What's you know if you could choose today, what you wanted to be tomorrow when you're an adult? What what job do you think you'd want to do?
1: Um, at one point, a few points, I've got interested in like string theory. So a.
0: You want to be like a theoretical scientist, like. Your favorite character, uh, Sheldon, Sheldon Hooper, the Big Bang Theory? Yeah. What's the first I've heard that you've wanted to do string theory?
1: It it just sounds interesting. Like, he talks about it, and he does... And it, he's like, I think I figured out a thing that will... You can make such a small black hole that, um, out of, like, stuff. So it sounds interesting. I also was maybe think um I was talking to my grandpa about maybe going into military um i didn't want to if i turned out i didn't want to do that i could do be like a military military engineer he said that
0: yep i mean we definitely are a big military supporter family and we've had multiple family members that have been in different branches of the military Uh Um, i initially looked at getting into the air force um, but for different medical reasons that didn't work out but you know it's something that you know i would encourage people to look into you know i think it opens up a lot of opportunities and you know you don't necessarily have to go and be on the front lines but you can learn how to do things you know that can't transfer you know being yeah. an engineer or being you know a carpenter or an electrician or getting into computers those types so i think it's definitely a good option mm-hmm. plus it opens up a lot of doors for opportunities school-wise when you get out
1: um there's another thing um being a cop like you and then um, when I was younger, I would, like, whenever somebody would ask me what I wanted to do, I'd always say I wanted to be a video game maker, but it's not, no.
0: Not interested anymore? No. <clears throat> so you said that you want to be a police officer. What's it like growing up with a dad who's a police officer?
1: Um, it's um, when you go to work. Like, um, you could always get hurt in the job, so that c- sometimes makes me nervous, or some, and then, like, um, get a, like, bring us into the police station, I get a meet a lot of your friends, and they can talk to me, like, when Tyler came, he, um, we gave him a tour of the police station, and, um,
0: yeah, you guys come down and visit me what? quite a lot, you need know, to bring me dinner, or just come to say hi, that kind of stuff, and you've got to meet all my coworkers and my bosses and, yeah. um, take tours of, you know, we went into dispatch not too long ago and mm. you went and talked to the chief and he showed you one of our new, uh, Bikes. bicycles that are going to be, you know, employed around town and that kind of stuff. And, and
1: we went to, um, detective, detective place.
0: Yep. I so was in detectives for a, year? a little while. And, um, you know, you have a similar age, you know, one of our, the neighborhood boys, um, his dad's also a police officer that you play with. And then also yeah. someone that I work with when I was in detectives, um, he was on your football team. He was your quarterback. And so, you know, yeah. something that, you know, the law enforcement family, you know, doesn't just extend to the immediate people, you know, extends into the kids and that kind of stuff. So I think you've had a lot of enjoyment with that, giving you a chance. And we know we go to events and that kind of stuff that you have other kids to play with and yeah. other similarities. I mean,
1: um, Like we've gone to a few of my dad's French birthday parties and um, I've got to go and meet like his niece or his nephew and niece and play with them who also go to my school. So um, that's fun.
0: So you have a little sister and she has diabetes and celiac disease. What is that like being the big brother of someone who needs a little bit more attention and has to, you know, we often leave to go to the big city to go to doctor's appointments and that kind of stuff. What's it like with, you know, assist with those types of ailments?
1: Like, sometimes when, like, I've wanted to have a day with just you guys and Cassie's, like, at her friend's house, she will go low or um, have a thing and then my... Mom and dad would have to spend a little bit of time talking to the purse, and she's with parents or something, so then they won't know. So then I'd have to wait for them to be done, and sometimes they um, take a little while because they have to step, take them through the pump and what to eat and how to measure it out. and So.
0: Yeah, it does unfortunately take a lot of our attention away sometimes when we try to, you know, divide our attention evenly and. Um, I yeah. know there's been times where you've wanted to go do something or, you know, you even eat something and, you know, it's not necessarily fair for your sister that when she doesn't get something and you do. And so there's been times when you've had to go without because your sister also can't have what those things are. But we try to still make it up to you, yeah, Like you know, um in other ways.
1: Like, um, sometimes I want to go to Wendy's. She can't have that. So after, like, sometimes my dad or my mom after they're done with doing that or, like, they drop them off somewhere, they'll bring me to that place I really wanted to go. Yep,
0: yeah, you know, so we try to do our best to make it easier on everybody, but it's still something that, as a family, we've had to make adjustments to, and, you know, we can't have certain foods in the house or, you know, worry about cross-contamination, and we've all kind of switched away from different things. I mean, you know, we no longer eat the traditional spaghetti. Now we have the gluten-free noodles, but I think everybody enjoys the ones that we found that, you know, taste almost exactly the same, but it's... Yeah, there's do. been some... Times where we've only had, you know, maybe gluten-free tortillas, and you want a quesadilla or something like that, and it, you know, doesn't necessarily taste exactly the same, or, yeah um, you know, we don't have a lot of breads in the house, and so, you know, making, you know, you haven't I don't know the last time you had a waffle, because we haven't had those in the house in a long time, because you used to eat those all the time.
1: Um, I like um, a certain kind of bread that might, it has gluten, so, um, and it's really good bread but um my sister can't have it and so um I have the gluten-free bread which is really still really good but I prefer the kind I like
0: yeah but I think you've done a good job adjusting to it you know you do help out a lot and Mm I've done you know there's been times where you are with your sister and we're not there and we'll you know have you help get her treated or help you know, do different things. Or you'll go get stuff for us when we need it for changing out our sights and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so.
1: like sometimes, um, since you work night shift, you have to sleep in. So I'll call my mom and um, will she will um, tell me how to measure it out. I'll measure it out. She tell me how much to treat for it. I'll treat for it, and then um, she'll go eat. So
0: no, we definitely appreciate the you know stepping up at such a young age and. You know the sacrifices that you've had to go through, and you know some of the changes for that. And I mean, your mom definitely appreciate all that work that you've put into it. And you know, with that, I appreciate you coming on. You know, the show today. This probably is not going to be your, you know, the last time you're on here. So the you know, listeners will definitely, you know, see you again.
1: Yeah. Bye.
0: The views, information, or opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved. You're not representing an organization, current or former employer, agency, community, group, government entity, or individual not present during the reporting. The host of discussions around the table and their guests are not subject matter experts on the topics that are discussed unless strictly expressed by the host or their guests. Any information given on the podcast is done so in good faith, if no malicious intent or intentional misrepresentation. While the host and their guests have taken every precaution to ensure the content is both current and accurate, errors can occur. We make no representations as to the accuracy, completeness, correctness, suitability, or validity of any information on this podcast. We should not be held liable for any errors, omissions, or delays in this information, or any losses, injuries, or damages from its use. It is the listener's responsibility to verify their own facts and formate their own opinions. Listeners should consult a licensed professional familiar with their particular factual situation or advice before making any legal, financial, business, or personal decisions based on the information from this podcast. Any action taken based on the information of this podcast is strictly at your own risk.